welcome to the Non-Negotiable Success Show. I'm your host, Nina, a New York City lawyer and former lobbyist who left my career in New York to discover my own definition of success. To me, that looked like time freedom, location freedom, and financial freedom. So I started a contract template shop online for entrepreneurs, started earning passive income, and took my life on the road traveling the world. Today, I help online entrepreneurs learn the legal side of business, like how to negotiate contracts, how to network, and how to protect your brand, but I also help busy business owners with tips and tricks I've learned along the way from marketing and sales online, which has earned me four times more in passive income than I've ever earned at a New York City firm. Tune in each week for trainings and talks about living life on your own terms to make your success non-negotiable. Let's get into today's conversation. Hey, and welcome back to the Non-Negotiable Success Show. I'm your host, Nina, and today's episode is for you if you are freaking out about where your next paycheck is coming from. So if you haven't already, check out the last two episodes in this series about prioritizing and take the free quiz in the description of this episode to see what phase of the CEO growth cycle you're in and the material in this episode in this deep dive training will be more relevant and specific catered to your goals. Also, we are redefining the term CEO. I've coined the term CEO, create a content entrepreneur online, trademark, bib me. In high school, there used to be this kid. And I remember he'd always be like, oh, bibs me for that, bibs me for that. And like every time he came up with like a cool saying, like bibs, he'd be like, oh, like bibliography. Like, you know, at the end of, like, your book report, you had to put, like, your bibliography. Dude, if we had that now in the content creation space, that's how you could tell the reels from the fakes. Who's just recycling content because they have to, like, post their sources in the bibliography, bibliography, biblog, bibli, you know, bibs. Uh, who are they crediting versus, like, who is the primary source who's coming up with something creative, like, content entrepreneur online so just so you know you heard it here first actually I've said it a few other places before this but if I see people starting to say that bibs me please put it in the bibliography so CEO growth cycle content entrepreneur online growth cycle it's specific for people who are entrepreneurs using the internet via content marketing to market and sell their business. This could be lawyers. This could be, I have clients who are, I have legal clients who are dentists who sell courses online. I know uh, people who are therapists who use the internet and use content. There are people who, an account I've been following recently, her niche, I guess you can say, I don't know what her like title is, but she talks all about the effects of glucose on the body and post studies and things like that, right? She might not be selling a course or something like that, but she's using content as an entrepreneur online and maybe she's gone viral, but she hasn't figured out how to monetize that audience, that growth and ride that coattail, why ride the wave of that success. Now, I'm not saying that's her case. I'm just using it as an example. And I know with the rise of platforms like TikTok, like people blowing up on Instagram reels, people blowing up 
on YouTube, they might have a lot of lifestyle content or they might have hot takes where they might have opinions on things and they might be known to post about something, but maybe they haven't figured out how to monetize that yet, how to create a sustainable business plan from that aside from just getting ad revenue or getting brand deals. This whole framework, the CEO growth cycle and the framework that I identify in the quiz, I introduce it in the quiz and it's the backbone of um, you know, my passive income encyclopedia because all the resources are organized based off of the three phases, which we'll get into in this episode. Um, and they'll also give you like resources specific to those priorities. And even my contracts are specific to these uh, three ways that you're going to grow your business, which I'll get into. As a little bit more of a background introduction, I want to just remind you, I've been in this space since end of 2017, 2018. I was one of the first people to start selling contract templates. Then I was starting to see behind the scenes of a lot of different businesses. And I was also one of the first people to start to create a holistic course that wasn't just how to grow on Instagram, how to market yourself on social media. I was like, wait, marketing is just one thing we need to figure out like how do you pitch yourself to collaborations how do you organize your finances so that you're making sure that you're not spending all the money that's coming in because i know for a fact based off of people i used to be friends with or people i've worked with that there are people who talk about how much money they're making but they're not talking about how much they have out in business loans or how much they have in debt because they hired too many people and scaled quote unquote, too fast, how many expenses they have because it's not organic growth, right? So you need a whole lesson on finances because a lot of people don't have that formal business training, right? Even lawyers, we don't get, we don't get education in finance and law school. So it's really important for you to have a holistic big picture view of your business. And that is where I started to identify these three phases of focus like you have three main prongs of your business you have your clients you have collaborations and ways that you're uh, growing your reach and then you also have your team your systems your automations things like that those are like the three main prongs of your business and the three phases of the ceo growth cycle the content entrepreneur online growth cycle are kind of in, in alignment with those three main sections of your business. Now, again, I obviously have contract templates for whatever you need. If it's you got to create a new course because you want to diversify your income that way, you can go find that. If you want to collaborate with people by having a podcast where you're getting uh, a lot of people on your podcast and you're going to create a video podcast, you're going to post it on YouTube, you're also going to take those clips, you're going to make them into reels, you're going to make them into YouTube shorts, you're going to make them into TikToks, maybe you need a podcast release for that. You have a mastermind where you're bringing in guest speakers, you need a content release for that, right? So you have all of those, but what about the other resources? What about the pitch scripts that you need to get those collaborations? What about you know, the planning that you need to do and the, the research you need to do to see if that course that you need the digital product terms and conditions for even makes sense. 
is it even a course that's worth you investing your time in? Is it strategic to your product suite or is it just gonna be another offer that you spend time on that you throw at the same people and you uh, cannibalize your own sales by giving too many competing offers for the same version of your ideal client? So those are things that are covered in, those are just touching, scratching the surface and the tip of the iceberg of the things that are covered in the Passive Income Encyclopedia. I don't want this whole episode to be a sales pitch for the different offers that I have, so let's get into the deep dive training. So three ways to make more money in 2023. Well, first, you need to figure out what to prioritize in your business, and you could do that via the quiz that I posted in the description of the show notes. So just take that quiz and come back to me, um, and then we will get into the tips. So you hear me clicking because I posted about this on Instagram. So if you're not sure what to focus on first in your business because you're thinking that everything needs to take priority at once, well, you need to be realistic about where you're at in your business. So that's where the, the quiz will help you. And here is an overview of the three phases of the CEO growth cycle. You have phase one, which I've called identifying your it factor, where you're identifying your signature framework you're repurposing that framework in several different ways to create an intentional product suite. And some of that includes passive income. You're also identifying your ideal client and the three different stages of their awareness, the three different stages of their journey. A mistake I see a lot of people make is that they think that, oh, a low ticket product is for the broke version of my ideal client and a high ticket product is for the person who has money. That is the wrong way to look at it. And so a concept that I've coined, again, bibs me for this, is you need to look at the different awareness of where they're at. Someone who is totally unaware of their problem might have a lot of money, but they're a beginner stage version of your ideal client because they don't know what you're offering. So if you're a life coach who helps women who are divorced get back into the dating game and find their confidence and not like identify their self-worth with a man or a partner or a family or whatever, you know, there might be really wealthy women out there who need your support, but they don't know what the fuck a life coach is. They don't know that there's someone out there who can help them specific to their problem. And they don't even know that they have a problem. They might just think like, oh, I'm fine. I'm, you know, I'm single living my life. Like, I have my girlfriends, I have you know, my travels, I have my pets, whatever. But they might not even know that they have a problem. They're a beginner stage of your ideal client, so they need something that's low risk, low investment, and easy for them to digest, something really, really watered down of your framework to help them see that they have a problem, right? And maybe they don't have a problem. I'm not saying you need to be married. I'm not saying you need to have fucking kids. Like I'm saying for the people who maybe this is, if that's who you help, I don't know. I, I, I don't care what you do with your life. I don't even know what I'm doing with my own life. So like, honestly, I'm not, I'm not passing judgment. I'm just saying like, if people are feeling like, oh, I have this unhappiness in me, you know, I, you know, I have my children, maybe they're older and empty nest syndrome, whatever, who knows, right? If you're someone, I'm sure there's life coaches out there for that kind of shit, right? So if you are that, then maybe you need to introduce the fact that like, hey, you can actually feel a little bit better about these things and maybe you can create like some kind of low ticket offer to help them introduce the problem to them. Like, are you 
feeling some kind of void and helping them identify the problem that they might or might not have. They might see your content and go, no, I'm totally fine, I'm totally happy. Well then guess what? They're not your ideal client because they're satisfied with their journey, with their path, with their trajectory, even though they fit on paper the profile for your ideal client, you know, single middle-aged woman, maybe that doesn't mean that they are your ideal client. So you need something that's like low ticket enough, low investment enough for them to identify if they have a problem, what it is. Then in the middle of your product suite, so mid ticket range, you might have something that introduces a solution to them, right? So you're teaching them a solution. Maybe it's through meditation. Maybe you're someone who also puts together these women travel groups, right? For like solo female travelers, um, maybe that's how you are helping them. It really depends on your signature framework because there could be the life coach who helps them with like meditation and who is trained in therapy and things like that. Or there could be the life coach who's like, hey, I'll help you travel, right? I'm a life coach through travel. Or there's a life coach who maybe is more of a fitness-based life coach and a fitness coach for the same kind of ideal client, right? So your signature framework is what makes you unique. There is a truck coming up the hill. You guys are used to this by now. I'm sorry. I just like, we do not have a soundproof window. So you're going to hear the truck in the background. But like, honestly, it's better than some of the other shit I hear all day. And I would never post a podcast if I had to wait for there to be a moment of silence. So here we go. We're keeping on going. Then once they are aware of their problem, aware of the solution which you introduce, maybe it's fitness, maybe it's meditation, maybe it's whatever the fuck, travel, then the high ticket products are for the people who know that they have a problem they wanna solve and they're willing to invest more money in you because they know that you are the person they wanna work with. So they want that one-on-one time with you if that's your high ticket product in the suite they want that luxe retreat with other women similar to them or people similar to them if that's the high ticket thing in your suite do you get what i'm saying so it has nothing to do with how rich or broke they are it has everything to do with their level of awareness and that is a big part of phase one identifying your it factor so you're not only identifying your signature framework so how are you helping people is it through travel is it through meditation is it through fitness is it through legal shit whatever then you're identifying your ideal client and then you're identifying your strategic product suite by breaking that same framework that same thing that you teach into different packages to reach the different versions of your ideal client so that's phase one of the ceo growth cycle if you got that in the quiz then that is what your focus should be really just narrowing your focus on that kind of market research that planning that testing the market trying different offers seeing what works not building and jumping to new offers not going from, oh, I had this one meditation course and now I'm gonna have a fitness course. No, you're cannibalizing your sales. Refine the offer that you have, that mid-ticket product suite offer, and refine what's in that, what's included in that offer. And instead of having two different offers for $250, combine that offer, maybe maybe get $350, it's still a mid-ticket product, and really refine. So you might spend a year or two years in that phase or you might go from phase one 
and then dip into phase two, which we'll get into, and then back to phase one, I've definitely done my fair share of that as well. I went back to phase one over the last year as well to kind of refine what products I'm offering, make things a little bit less confusing, you know, rebranding the CEO skills encyclopedia to the passive income encyclopedia because that's what I'm known for, quote unquote. And yeah, whatever, like playing around with pricing, what it's offering and what's included and whatnot. So that might be where you're at in phase one. And if you are in that phase, and if you do join the Passive Income Encyclopedia, you will see all of the lessons, all of the tools, all of the notion templates, the business planning templates, everything you need, even a couple of contracts in there to help you execute the things that you're learning in phase one. And then you can dip your toe into phase two or phase three in the encyclopedia as you need. That's why it's an encyclopedia. It's not meant for you to look through every single thing one by one. So phase two would be becoming the go-to expert. And here is where you're starting to scale your brand awareness, expand your brand awareness, and becoming an authority. And this is what, how you're doing it. You're doing it through strategic collaborations, guest speaking gigs, podcast appearances. You're getting your name out there. Maybe it's in press or PR. You're scaling through sales funnels. So maybe you're creating like an email list where you're targeting different emails to different segments of your audience and you're getting more clear on what the, you know you have the data about who your ideal clients are what stage of their journeys are at and now you're getting more and more intentional about the different offers that you're selling to them through sales funnels through strategic collaborations and things like that then last but not least you're becoming the you're embodying the empire leader so this is where you're creating those efficient systems you're becoming a leader not just delegating things, but you're also figuring out what you're delegating, what you're automating, what you're doing yourself. You're creating these standard operating procedures for your team. Okay, we got a, a refund request. Now, how do we respond? Are we having one person respond on our team or is it gonna be like you, the face of the brand? Do we have scripts? What's the timeline? How are we handling this? And if that sounds like something you haven't thought of yet, then you're not in this phase of the journey yet. Because I like the, this is like the type of person who works with me one on one for their legal stuff. Like, they can have the best product in the world. They can have, they can have hundreds of really satisfied students, but they'll still get those few customers that just insist on a refund because of whatever freaking reason and they need to figure out how to address that request if it's reasonable or not. Um, and the easiest way to do that, spoiler alert, is through having a standard operating procedure, having a script, having some kind of like metrics to kind of compare it to so that you're not just handling everything necessarily on a case-by-case -case basis. Like, yeah, you're reviewing their unique facts and their behavior on a case-by-case -case basis, but you're also, your communications are not from scratch every time, right? Or maybe when you're hiring a new VA and you want to train them on all the platforms you use, oh, we use Thrivecart, oh, we use Flowdesk, we use this, we use that. You want to create systems for them to pick up things really quickly so that you're not wasting a lot of time training them. Maybe you have Loom videos to show them what to do. You have a portal on your Notion dedicated to team tasks and team training videos and logins and templates and things like that, whatever it is. So. Those are the three phases of the growth cycle. And again, you can dip your toes between each one. So now let's, it's not like a black and white thing. 
So now let's talk about three ways to make more money in 2023, depending on which phase of the growth cycle you're in. So if you're in phase one, the way that you're going to make more money this year is by refining your product suite and getting really intentional about what you are offering. Less is more. Let's not just add more and make your business more complex. This is something I saw Vanessa Lau talk about in one of her recent YouTube videos that she made the mistake of making things more complex. She was talking about like adding more team members and basically having like two person for every job. But here we're talking about how to not make things more complex by throwing a bunch more shit in your product suite because you think that's how you're going to make more money. No, you refine what's in your product suite. You refine your ideal client and you get really clear on your signature framework. You're refining all of that and maybe then part of your profit planning for the year is by doubling down on that passive income product. Because once you know what your framework is, who your ideal client is, and the way that that passive income product fits into your overall funnel, which is part of phase two, you know, that's why I said it's not necessarily black and white, you will be able to make more money and scale that one offer and include things like trip wires and upsells and downsells um, and, you know, little $27 offers if they don't buy that thing or, you know, add on this one-on-one 90-minute call for $500 or whatever it is, right? So getting really clear on your product suite is going to help you make more money. Refining your product suite, refining your framework is going to help you make more money in 2023. If you're in phase two, there's two things that you could do. You can, number one, kind of like phase one, get really clear on your sales funnels, your evergreen funnels. So having that free lead, that freebie that collects emails and then you're selling them based on their segment, different offers in your product suite or d- using different language in your product suite to sell the same offer. You have those upsells, downsells, that passive product. If you haven't done that already in phase one, or you're expanding your awareness and building authority through strategic collaborations, which you can get paid for. You can license out your, your, your a, a template or something to someone else's course and get paid for that, like white labeling. You can license out, like what I do, I license out my guest expert workshop and people pay me $100, $200 to use my guest workshop on legal stuff in their course. So you can make more money that way. And number three, if you are in phase three, the empire role, you're creating efficient systems and maybe that means that you're removing people that you hired and replacing it with some, you know, uh, platform or tech. You're kind of refining all the different subscriptions you have. You're looking at where all your money is going. You're being more intentional about all of your expenses and you're refining that. And then you're taking that money you saved and you're reinvesting into your team. You're embodying that less is more mentality where you're going to have maybe less people, less complexity, but you're going to have a deeper relationship and those team members are gonna be more invested. Maybe you're hiring your first full-time employee and you're embodying the role of a leader. And then once you're outsourcing, like a good team member is not going to cost you money, they're going to make you money. So those are the three ways that you could be making money this year. And again, to figure out what phase you're in and which one of those makes more sense for you, then definitely take the free quiz in the description of this episode. And please, please, please 
just think about, check out the sales page for the Passive Income Encyclopedia. You know, you just have to read the sales page. You don't have to buy, but see if it's a fit for you, right? I don't want you to join if it's not a, f a fit for you because the last thing I want is an unhappy customer, right? I want someone to be happy with the program. I don't want to force anyone or make anyone feel lack or scarcity because that's not the kind of energy that I want in the undertone of a relationship I have with someone. But I promise you that if it is a fit for you, I will go above and beyond. I always have these monthly meetings that I'm gonna have with people. I'm always connecting people, networking for them and thinking of them when I hear people in mind. So even if it's a self-paced encyclopedia course, there's still group meetings every month and ways for us to connect and get to know each other because I don't want you to just be like, a number on an invoice. I want you to be like a person I know. And you'll have all the tools in the encyclopedia organized by what phase you're in that you'll have lifetime access for that you can kind of bounce back and forth between as you are scaling your business. And I'm always updating the course material. This is the sixth time I'm running it. So this will be the sixth round of updates where I'm going to add even more stuff because the space is evolving, the content platforms are evolving, and I'm learning more, so I'm pouring that back into this program because it is my one signature offer for this area of my product suite, right? So to learn more and to dive deeper into what we talked about today, first you're gonna take the quiz, then you're gonna consider joining CEO Skills or Passive Income Encyclopedia, I keep calling it CEO Skills. Um, that's an old name, same program though. And you are going to get all the resources you need to take action steps and get tangible results from the concepts we talked about in today's episode. So thanks for tuning in. Hopefully get to work with you inside the program, but if not, no sweat. You can hear more from me for free from these podcast episodes and from the tips in the, in that you'll get in your inbox from taking the quiz. Another loud truck is coming up the hill, so I got to go. I'll see you in the next one.